recording live, y'all. The Scramble Life Podcast, episode number 29. Yep. Niggas always late. So yeah, we, we we up in here, man. Episode Yo. number twenty nine of the Scramble Life Podcast. What's up, L? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing. You know what I mean? Just chilling, chilling. All right, all right. How you, my brother? I'm good, man. We got a good level right here. Um, right. You know. We started recording a little bit late today, but it's all good. It's all good. And we're going to talk about a couple of things during this episode. We're going to go ahead and get it out the way. This is the official first week of July 2021. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. Uh, I see that you have signed up with Planet Fitness. How do you see that? Because I see everything. <laughs> you know all I see. That's right. You ain't know. Well, let me t- let me tell you a quick story. I haven't just signed up. I've been on some not going shit, but yeah, Uh-oh. I've been actively participating inside of the purple and yellow facilities. All right, all right. So, so you know, don't be surprised if you might see me in any state, in any gym, because I do have a black card membership. Black Tower membership. There you go. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just wanted to ask you about it. So how does that work out? Like, do you go three days a week? You go five days a week? You go every day during the week? How, how does that work for you? Well, man, you know me, G. You know I'm a workhorse. So I. That's go, right. You know I've I've been going I've been going every every day, man. Okay. Because I'm like fuck that, man. Every day my heart is beating. And that's mm-hmm. that's. And you know today I only went for about an hour. Okay. You know, but it doesn't matter the time that you uh, are in there. What matters is the routine and the pattern you create just by going. Then the body automatically adapts to the conditioning and the routine you do, and that's where the strength comes in. So right now, it's just me creating a habit of just going every day because that's what you need in your life. You need your health. More than anything else, you need your health. So I'm, I'm attacking that like I need this shit every day. Mm-hmm. As soon as they open up, get it out the way. All right. You know? What time do they open yeah. up? Uh, 7 o'clock on the weekend and uh, 5 a.m. Monday through Friday. Okay. You know? They uh-huh. close tomorrow for the for the holiday, but, you know, yeah, they, they, they open up early. And they, I think they stay open till like, 9 or 10. They stay open late, too. This is my question with that whole, you know, physical fitness center thing. Um mm-hmm. What's the difference between doing that and just walking around your neighborhood, running around your neighborhood, or either like buying weights to put in your house? What's the difference that you think is the difference? Uh, I think the difference is not that, you know, some guys who might have a full setup in the house. I got a setup in the house too, but it's not a full, you know, weight rack system with bars and everything like that. But uh, I'll get some workout going on in the house. And, um, Sometimes you can walk around the neighborhood, but I think that when you go to the gym, it's a communal thing. It's more a social thing, and it's high endurance. It's kind of like, okay, I got this amount of time to be here. Let me bust this shit out and get up and out of here. Right. And the variations in the types of exercises you can do by far 
exceed what you can do at the home front. Now, when you say that, that you one. mean working on your legs, uh, working yeah, on your stomach, working on your arms, working on your, you know, your shoulder areas and everything else, right? Exactly. Like today, for example, I was able to do several different exercises on the abs alone. You know, at home, I'll be able to do some sit-ups and maybe some leg raises and maybe some other things, but they have certain machines where I can work the obliques. How many hours do you think you spend there per day? One hour? No, I don't try to do no more than an hour, man. An hour? The other day, yeah, hour, man. An hour is good, man. You don't need to be up in there. This ain't Arnold Schwarzenegger. We going to be (laughs) in the universe. I'm 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 just trying to get the heart rate up. You know what I mean? Right. Target the target the areas I need to target. Get a little tightness in there, and then you know check out a couple of things that's in there because them things them yo female I gotta give it up to the ladies man they serious about their business man they in there man and that's another thing man that's the motivation for me man I'll scratch I go up in there you know I see the women in there doing their thing and I'm like yo listen man I gotta be ready I gotta be ready to go man because they are not playing right you know. Seriously, man, they are in there. I applaud them, man. But that's that's just another one of the key components to being in the gym. It's like you visually see things. Not only that, you know, they got the flat screens in there. Not that, not that I'm on the treadmill, mm-hmm. but you're looking at the news, everything that's going on. You can see what's actually happening in the world in real time, too. When you say that, when you say everything going on in the world, what you mean? Well, they got CNN on. They got the sportscast on. They got okay. the weather. Like, you, you seeing like, there's 10 different screens, more than 10, but it's like whatever you want you can just make sure that you're not out of the loop because you're in the gym years ago we used to go in the basement send the block walls in the mirror and that was it no clock no nothing and you just like a caveman right now it's like okay you know what this is what's happening oh my god there's a fire over here or yo there's a storm coming whatever the situation is you know you you in tune so you're not losing out on any part of your life because a lot of people don't go to the gym oh my show coming on or oh this well i gotta come on man Ain't no excuse now. Get up in that gym. Come on, let's go. All right, dude. And you go. ain't even got to do hours. Do 30 minutes, baby. Give me 30 minutes. Let's go. 30 minutes. So he's saying you could go there at least, you know, three to five days a week, maybe every day yep. during the week, if, you know, if you like that. And, uh, yo, just work different parts of your body. I'm thinking about it myself yep. because I'm getting sick of just walking. I'm, I'm hey, trying man, to get three more. Days is good enough, G. Yeah, I'm three trying, days I'm trying to get bro. into more cardio and shit like that, so. You know, I'm going to work Excellent. something out. Um, check it out. <clears throat> the BET Awards. That was about seven days ago last week. Hey, man. You know, I looked at it. And um, it had its bright moments. Seriously. The productions are always cool. Or shall I say decent. Um. Mm. You know, the labels and all the labels, the four labels. Was it three labels now or four labels now? It's, I think it's three. It's about three. So, yeah, they all had their input. And mm-hmm. As far as Urban is concerned, and it was what it was. And you had Taraji P. Henson up there, and she was the host. And, you know, and it. I, How was she looking? How was she looking? She was looking all right, man, but you know. Hmm. Not my, not my favorite. It, you know, I'm just being honest. You know. Okay. Um, far as looks, that's what I'm talking about. You know, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, it was pure nigger dome, and um, 
that, that was the show and it was wild and I'll sum it up like this we're not going to talk about it a long time but think about the country awards and the country people and the country music society they have their awards every year right and they have a show mm-hmm. imagine you know you got your higher level country music fans which is you know the white guys you see in the uh, F-150s, 250s, 350s, etc. Driving right. around, big, you know, the Bigfoot trucks and all that shit. And they got a little bit of money and they can have those things. And then you got the lower level people listening to country music where, you know, they might be in the backwoods or whatever and this ghetto is shit and whatever. You know what I mean? This, you know, ghetto yeah. trash or whatever they call it. Um, That's that. But do they display all that shit on, on their awards show? You got to think about it. No. They don't. No, they don't. So that's what I'm going to say about the BET Awards. And uh, you can look at it if you want. It's out there somewhere online, you know, on their their streaming service or the channel or whatever. It's about three or four hours, I guess. And that's that. I, like I said, they had a few bright moments, and I looked at it, but it was a, a lot of um, – just pandering and, and playing within that field of um, our trash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because, yeah. you know, yeah. it is what it is. What's your thoughts on it? Did you see the show? Uh, I didn't see the show in its entirety, but uh, after speaking with you, I did go on to YouTube and check out a couple of clips. Right. And, um, you know, just, be, just being a fan uh, of hip-hop, it was good to see um, where hip hop has gone as far as just production, even though, like you said, the production is not the best, but you know the, the fireworks, the well, not fireworks, but what do they call that pyrotechnics, yeah. but, you know, for the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That looked that, that. It seemed to me like there's been a little more that's added to the show. I mean, even when Cardi came out with the, yeah. As far as the music, though, I mean, you know, that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, just just visually, to me, it was like okay, it's cool. Um, but, uh, you know, it seems as though, and listen, art is art, right? We're all created to be expressive freedom beings and creatives. Um, but like, like you said, G, it's kind of like the nigger them is like, I don't think that has a place to, I mean, I really don't feel just being an older guy who's an artist. Like, when I looked at the industry, it was always like you look to these shows for the higher class of excellence in regards to when it came to to artists and what right. the younger folks should be aspiring to become. Right. That's where, to me, it's like, damn, it kind of was, it, it was a letdown, you know? It was a letdown. Yeah. Yeah, pretty you know? much. It, it's kind of like when you see the Soul Train Awards, you're like, well, damn, they can't spend no money on production. Right. We all watch it every Saturday. This this show should be the most amazing black show on TV. Right. <laughs> it should be spoken about for like, you know what I mean? There should be a 10-page open-up color folding jet for every Soul Train Award. But it wasn't that. You know what I mean? It's kind of like we shortchange the people when we don't, you know, put those things first and foremost. But Yeah, pretty I much. Mean, all, and, and, you know, go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah, I was just going to, you know, end it off by saying that... Uh, you know, when you when you see an agendas now being pushed on the shows, it was like me growing up as a child. I never saw that. Yeah. Whatever the, the whatever the current political climate was, that that show is not the place for that. 
that too. If outside, you know, uh, as an artist, you want to represent this, or yo, go ahead and do that. But like at the show, we want to, who's the winners, who's the losers? Because now as a fan, I mean, be turned off. Yeah, and I don't, I don't say, need to you know, see what somebody you know? doing in their bedroom. Well, oh, and that too. Yes, that too. <laughs> you know, what the fuck? You know, that too. You could do what you want to do, but do. I just, the kids don't need to the see because because the kids listening to this they, the that younger demographic and and we're talking about the babies you know and, and right. all right so this is cool now we don't put it under the old Cyrus sign what was that I don't know I'm not go remembering everything but I know when I see it it was like the feral yeah. feral eye or something like that and come I don't on, know man. if they had the arm cornea or what but it was it, yeah. It, 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 it was a mixed up, complicated visual to me that I know the ancestors would be saying, no, 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 no. Right. No. Yeah. We, we do man and woman here. We don't really do these other things on yeah. the top of the steps like this. But, you know. Yeah. So, it is what it is. But what we're going to do right about now is we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And we'll be back in a minute, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Scramble Life Podcast. Zone out now. One, two. Yo. This goes out to all coasts. East Coast. West Coast. And all across the nation. Worldwide. You know what I mean? Relax. Kick your feet up. Bark one. Let me show you how it's done. Love, baby. Should be for one uh-huh. Who up on the drum with the JB yeah. Son, who spun the record that his pops collected Went on to create and perfect the unexpected Funky beat sound, watch the family Slide with the right and give cousin a pound uh-huh. Watch the young ones play and think back in the day When fresh was the style plus the word to say It's all love now, what? let me show you how show you. Take time out uh-huh. and show you what life's about Bow, 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 And if time and permits, if time I'll permits. continue to make my melody for the tapes uh-huh. And walk the fine line between love and hate For real
featuring the legendary Easy Way Loose Ends. Come on, Scramble Life Podcast, episode 29. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's the vibe right there. Did they ever release the instrumental for that? Got to be somewhere. Let me tell you something, y'all. This dude right here. He got something cooking right now that he's trying to put together. Well, I ain't going to say he's trying. He's putting it together. Like, because people respect Al. And they respect what he do. Um what he has done in the hip-hop community and project uh, that he put out uh, back in the day in another one and so on and so forth. But he's asking me, do they have an instrumental for this? You need to ask him because we're going to manifest something right this minute on this show because the dude that produced this record, he's going to be doing stuff with Al. And I, mm. just, I just put that shit right out there. So <laughs> you, you ask him. <laughs> you say go straight to the source, right? Right, go source. right, right, right. So that's uh, that. I can dig it. I can dig that. You know what I'm saying? I'm putting people, you know, onto what's really going on and what you oh, got yeah. and who you, you know, who you're gonna be working with because you know what? It might just be 500 people we we will get mm-hmm. that's gonna follow what you do. And hopefully that leads to something else and so on and so forth. And, you know, we we already know what it is because I always go through this with people. You had music that came out in the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, and so on and so forth. And it's always the same thing, you know. And it's, it's certain people that still grasp the certain sectors that was 50, 60 years ago. And it might not be a million people, but... That's that fan base. That's that fan base, true to that good music. Lovers of good music, I say. Lovers of good music. Yep, pretty much. But that vibe right there was nice, man. Hit him with the title again. What was the name of that? Take Your Time, right? Uh, Take Your Time. That was Pete Rock, Soul Survivor album, 1998. And the people Mm -hmm. singing on that record was Loose Ends and... For those that don't Ooh. know who Loose Ends is, you need to go look them up. They got a, a lot of 808 drum machine lace tracks out there. Black music mm-hmm. classics when black music was black music. Urban music, they called it now, whatever. But, yeah, look up Loose Ends. And uh, they were the ones singing on that track right there on the Scramble Life right. podcast, episode number 29. So, let's see what we got here, man. Uh, we got a few things to talk about. Getting into the information sector of the show tonight. I think this one right here was pretty interesting. And uh, let me see where it's at. This was the one where they were saying bullshitting is actually a sign of intelligence. Mm. All right. So, in a study published in the scientific journal. Uh, evolutionary psychology researchers found that people who are better at making up explanations for various concepts <laughs> tend to be more intelligent than those who struggle to come up with bullshit. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, could this finally explain 
why that classmate who BSed their way through an exam often scored higher than those who actually studied. Maybe, but the study also concluded that skilled bullshitters were not necessarily frequent bullshitters. Mm. All right. And it goes on to a whole bunch of other shit, but um, what you think about that, man, with bullshitters? In the bullshitters you have that, you have ran into in your life and know, what you know about bullshitting. I'ma be honest, man. It seems like the bullshitters, they pretty much do get that skate. They got their skate roller thing going on. Now sometimes they'll hit a they'll hit a block where somebody knows, like, come on, this is some bullshit. And they'll get bullshit. stuck. But the fa- <laughs> yeah, but the fact that they skate and they skating so much, they just move on. That shit don't bother them. Right. They are getting through. They getting through, man, and I think I think that I think that there's definitely some validity and truth to that, man. Because I know a couple of dudes, and I'm like, yo, but how did he? He just bullshitted his he way through. I'm like, but he don't. Through. Yo, G, I'm like, nah, but that he don't even. And they like, yeah, we know, but he was able to finagle some shit where he because he bullshitted. That's all he did. I just thought about somebody. It's a person that you know, like I follow the, that whole professional wrestling thing and the whole behind the scenes thing with it. Like, people talk about Paul Heyman. You guys could look him up, Paul Heyman, H-E-Y-M-A-N. And he promoted ECW Wrestling, which was, like, a big thing that tra- that that basically changed the whole wrestling industry. Okay. Yeah, so people talk about the behind-the-scenes stories with him. Like, he's a great bullshitter. Because his whole family is lawyers. Okay? So, oh, okay. So, yeah, so he, you know... Hey, I'm gonna pay you, you know, shit like that. <laughs> and it was a whole, you know, how to move it though, because he'll give you the whole story and the the, the the emotion in it and this, that, and the other. So, yeah, a sign of excellence to get through. Bullshitters, look that one up. So you can rewind that, one, that yeah, rewind that one back and uh, look it up on the show. Uh, we're gonna keep going right here. And uh, let's see what we're going to get into next right now on, on the Scramble Life podcast, episode number 29. We're not going to keep you long. It's the holiday weekend. I'm sure everybody got something going on like we do. You know they want to get their bang on. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. With fireworks and all that. Yeah, all that. <laughs> like that man. fuse, baby. Yeah, like that fuse, like that fuse. So uh, what we're going to do right about now, I think, is, uh, uh-oh, here's what you need, what you need. <laughs> I'm uh. going to give you 50 shades of it, uh, Come on. Uh, here's what you need, What you need? What you need? Take us to the bridge, dude. Come on. And I'm gonna give you 50 shades of it. There you go. I was always thinking about also, you know, putting the Melly Mel one on there. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Man, oh man. So here we go. 
We got a double play tonight if we make it through. Let's see. Ooh, double play. Double play. And this time we got a brother here in this one, man. Oh, damn. Yeah, man. So this is uh, West Goshen is the area. This is in the state of Pennsylvania, I think. So a locally known acting teacher and regional theater performer has been charged by police with having ongoing sexual relationships with a former student at the Pennsylvania Leadership Charter School. While he was a uh, staff member over at the Center of the Performing and Fine Arts. So on Thursday, West Goshen police filed charges against Seth Jason Reich. R-E-I-C-H after a woman who had been a student at the school in 2019 and she informed uh, that she had been right with Reich uh, and they had a relationship uh, an intimate relationship when she was a juvenile so in a recorded conversation police said Reich uh, told a woman that he knew their relationship was wrong but he couldn't help it at the time Wow. He said he couldn't help it. He couldn't help it. Imagine if all the rapists said that. He couldn't help it. Or the pedophiles said, <laughs> I couldn't help it. That's why. So the woman, now 19, told Detective Sergeant David Marr in an interview last month that the relationship with Reich had begun f- flirtatiously progressed over time as Reich drew her in for private acting lessons and text messaging okay now the two first had sex in May 2019 so it's been a minute at the school on Carter Drive and continued from then until March 2021 at various locations now the woman whose name was not released by police told Mara that she estimated that she and Reich had consensual sex intercourse over a hundred times But see, why would you go? Well, that's the whole thing. Like, okay, so if you if he banged her a hundred times, see, it's more than this one. Now we ain't we not gonna put him in a position like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, okay, right? Well, it was wrong because he was older and she may have been a minor, but this shit happened a hundred times. But okay, in different locations during their relationship. This shit get crazy. Come on, man. bro. A uh, hundred times. I could see if they said several times. <laughs> you know, once you start getting past like the teens and the twenties, oh, the thirties, the forties, the fifties, the sixties, come on. Somebody liking something. Somebody <laughs> liking something. Right. Hmm? Oh man, this one right here is a weird one. So media news group does not publish on, the names y'all. of alleged victims of sexual crimes unless they give their permission. So, Reich 40 of Kane was charged with, uh, here go the charges. You ready? Okay. Felony sexual contact with a student is a felony. Sexual contact. This is in Pennsylvania, you said? Yeah. Oh, man. Unlawful contact with a minor. And mm. corruption of minors. Corruption? Corruption. So you had to look that up in your uh, legal dictionary. All you people are like legal stuff. You can look up in you can look it up in your um, 
Black's Law Dictionary or your Bouvier Dictionary, and they'll tell you what's up with that. But right. the, uh, the charges cover the period of time when the woman was a student at the charter school until she graduated and turned 18. So she was a teen mm. when this was going on. It says here he was arraigned by somebody there in the court system on Thursday, and they set the bell at 25000 Uh He was briefly Ooh. detained until bail was posted late Thursday. So somebody put something up to get him out. Okay. And uh, it is unclear whether he is represented by an attorney. And then it goes on to a couple other things about him being a teacher there and their relationship, and that's that. And uh, other than that, we have another one here uh, with a teacher out in Little Rock, Arkansas. And the only thing I know about Little Rock is I drove through there one time. I think that was a state where a cop was following me. And he had his lights off on the car. And then he turned the lights on. Once <laughs> he was following. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> oh, man. hey, ain't that, that's like the middle, ain't that the middle of the country? Yeah, nigga, that's, Arkansas, that's like, right? that's middle like, South. yeah, like, like Oklahoma. And then you go into Little Rock. Oh, and, yeah, down in mm-hmm. there. So, down in there, yonder, you have Stephanie Allman, 28 years okay. old. Right. She has been arrested for first-degree sexual assault after an investigation into reports of a sexual relationship with one of her underage students when she was an 11th grade teacher at Maumel High School. All right, so Maumel police said uh, they began looking into allegations against the teacher on Thursday, May 6th. And we're uh, Maumel High School all day conducting investigations, blah, blah, blah. Uh, according to the arrest report, Maumel police, uh, there were several allegations against Allman after having sex with a student who was under age of 18. And as he said, the report states that two other students told police they were sure Allman was in a day relationship with having sex with a student. They were sure. Hold on, bro. So this is hold the on. quote. This is the quote from the students. The students said <laughs> they were they were sure Allman was in a dating relationship after having sex with a student. All right. One of the students who came forward said that they seen all men passing notes with the student by writing on a sticky note putting it in the trash can that's old school as hell and having the yeah. boy read come on man she was living out a fantasy up in there for real for real Get, and getting serious? that check yeah so reply she said read reply and put the sticky note back in the trash can for her to retrieve mm. again Again, man, come on. This is like whole porno movie scripts living out in come the on, school yeah, system. Come on, yeah, And the school and the Department of Education should be ashamed of themselves. Man, oh, man. A witness told police that the teacher gave him her phone to respond to messages from men on a dating app. Wait a minute, what? A witness on, told what? police that the teacher gave him her phone to respond to messages from men on a dating app. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. While on her phone, the student located messages from the student who was believed to be in a relationship with Allman. Damn, mm. she was wild. Mm. 
So the student said all men responded to a text with, quote, do you want to break up? Do you want to break up? And that the underage student reportedly replied that he, quote, couldn't do it anymore. Hold <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on, how many episodes they had? Was it over 102? I, I know, right? It don't say. It don't say. It don't say. Mm. So another student, Leslie, was able to record several students confronting the teacher about the inappropriate relationship. And in the recording, detectives state that she can be heard saying, quote, things got a little blurry, quote, uh, with the student but never outright admitted a sexual relationship. <laughs> That's crazy. According to detectives, a student in a relationship with all misstated that he had gone over to her house twice in Little Rock, uh, where they had sex both times because they reported crimes took place in Little Rock. Allman was arrested by Little Rock police uh, after nearly two months of investigation. And then it goes into a whole bunch of other bullshit that we're not going to get into. And uh, that's that. I don't see any charges listed here in this situation. And that's the end of that right. one. So that's our teacher sex for this week. We had two situations there. Two sexuations. Yep, sexuations. You know? You know what I mean? Man, so. these kids, man. But, you know, I was, read, I was reading something. I forget which. You know, these kids today, uh, they're saying, are uh, exposed to sex. Mm-hmm. way sooner than we were yeah. like at the ages of like even 9 and 10 years old you know and um, I don't think for us I can't speak for you but I, I know years ago it was kind of like maybe the 13 14 year old mark where it was kind of like okay the curiosity you start now getting into older grades and you know girls are starting to blossom and bloom and it's like oh and things are happening to you as a man where you're like oh this is on its own what was it but nine, eight years old, I think that's really early. But it goes back to like what you said earlier, when they're seeing things on TV shows and award shows and cartoons, even, it's kind of like it's introduced to them at those earlier stages. And the guy went on to say in the article that you would be surprised. Oh, it was Brother Riz, actually. What's that? You would be surprised to know that these younger kids are doing sexual acts that even grownups have yet to do. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta think when we were coming up, and this was like twenty, thirty years ago plus or whatever. But mm-hmm. the only way you got to see something nasty was in a, magazine a, a, or video, a, a magazine VHS or a VHS tape, or if you was crazy enough, you were watching through the lines on the porno channels. <laughs> but uh, oh, <man>. yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> man, you know, let me tell you, to watch the shit through the lines. Come on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's gonna be the you title know. of this show. Hold up, watching the watching porn through the lines. Through the lines. Yeah. Now, why was the lines there again? Why was the lines? Because there? you didn't pay for it. Oh, that's, yeah, you remember that. that's right. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, how about, I remember one time, like, you know, because the, 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 um, like the regular Time magazines and, the, you know, Globe and Choir, those are lower levels. But I remember because I was taller at one time, you know, when you buy the newsstand or you're in the store, they put like the hustlers, the plate, those was at the top when I was able to reach it this time. And, I, you know, people was watching because back in the days, I don't know if your listeners know, 
but there were things called newsstands where you could go or, or pick up a magazine and, and see if you wanted to purchase it. Black Tail. And everybody, yeah, and everybody would stand there and pick their magazine of choice and, you know, you know, skim through it real quick to see if they want to purchase it. I would do the write-ons, the words up first. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, forgot the, I forgot the other one. But then, yeah, I said, yo, beat. let me go. Yeah, I said, yo, let me go for this hospital, this Playboy. And I was tall enough, I reached up and got it. And I, I never forget the old the old black man said, hey, put that down, boy. What you think? So they was on it. They wasn't, yeah, they yeah. wasn't even letting you pick up the magazine because you was 18 to like, you know, they was, they was hawks out there, you know? Yeah. But um, the other thing that we used to do, uh, and it's sounded kind of crazy now, but it's all we had. Right. You know, those commercials, call 800, talk to me sexy right now. It was like, oh, wow. Ooh. You know, but we ain't never called, but it was kind of like, yo, damn, what's going on on that phone line? You could just call up and talk to somebody like that. Yeah. You know, I remember one time my boy, his mom's got mad at him. I think his phone bill must have been like a hundred and something dollars. I said, yo, what'd you do? He was like, yo, I called one of them things up, man. And I was on the line with them. And that's how we knew like, yo, don't ever call that because that's going to show up on the bill. It's going to be a lot of money. Yeah. And you know, your mom's going to kill you for that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you know? I don't know where we left off talking, but we ended up talking about. We were yeah. talking about teacher sex. We got to yeah. play our theme song. That's where we are, baby. Nah, we about to play something else though right quick and shit And we get in trouble for it You know what, fuck it Let's do it, baby
Life Podcast, y'all. Bill Cosby is free, y'all. What's up? That's right. Amazing. It's amazing, but but you know that was a moment in time, right? Yeah, man. All right, enough of that. Doodoo Brown. Doodoo Brown. Two live crew. Little Joe, if you're listening, we've gave you credit on this, and we're gonna say That's we don't right. have any money to pay you to play this record. But I, I will say, you should know. Don't, you know, we've helped each other. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? That's one hand wash the other. One hand wash the, one, one hand wash the other. Help me out. That's right. I'm going to put it right here after the song because I can't do that, right? So, yeah. it is what it is. So, that's the end of that. Uh, we're right here on the Scramble Life Podcast. This is a 4th of July weekend episode. And, 2 uh, nine, baby. Yeah, we just fucking around, and uh, what we're gonna do right now is get into something else, a little something like this, y'all. Uh, you know how to go. Uh-oh. Negative. Shit. Ooh-wee. Shooting, y'all. So on this week's episode of Nightclub Violence, we're going to talk about a DJ in Atlanta. And this is the top story. It's another top story out there, too, with a, a former NFL player or something else going on with him. But we're going to talk about this guy, and we're going to make it quick. Uh, <clears throat> so this was the DJ accused of opening fire inside of Atlanta nightclub. Now, if you're a DJ, I DJed in my life. I can say that legitimately. For more than 10 years professionally, 15 years or whatever. I mean, once you're a DJ, you're always a DJ. So, I guess I've been right. DJing for 30 years. Something like that or whatever you want to call it. And the same thing with L. So, this nigga right here. <laughs> Atlanta police say a club <laughs> DJ pulled out a gun. And started mm. firing. Hitting three patrons at the Silver Ultra Lounge. Ultra. Now, if you go online and Google that name, Silver Ultra Lounge is one of those. If you're from the black community, you know about things like this. If you're not, you might want to want to get acquainted to what we're what we're about to say. So in yeah. the hood, you always got these little bars and clubs, and it's like you know sometimes it might be even be like a um, Masonic Hall or something like that. People rent it out for things or whatever, but this is the spot. So in this place right here, down in the hood, uh, dude starts shooting and going crazy. 
Now the triple shooting happened Sunday morning around 2 a.m. So this is one of them Friday, uh, Saturday night joints. Where That's he was, the time we always talk about. Yes, yep. yes, yes. And, and everybody got the liquor in the system and everybody that's disgruntled that somebody else in the room or whatever or they know they already drunk and they gonna come down there and shoot them and kill them it always happens around 2 a.m so at the club located on sylvan road in southwest atlanta uh the triple shooting has shocked those who worked in the area like chef carlton brown who owns occasional Oh no, occasional occasions by Carlton. So this is support this brother, you might want to look him look him up. His name is uh or his business name is Owns Occasional Occasions by Carlton. Oh, occasional Occasions by Carlton, I know. I fucked it up. Occasional Occasions by Carlton. <laughs> Owns Occasional Occasions by Carlton. That is the name of the business right there. Alright. So what he basically said was uh, that's unbelievable. I can't even think about that. People go to clubs to enjoy themselves and relax. To find out the DJ is packing. Man, that's make, that makes me second guess any club sometimes. That's crazy coming in. Chef Carlton Brown. You can look him up. I don't know. He might cook. He might not get cook. Look him up. Give him some work, people. Alright, so yeah. detectives say a dispute arose... And the manager as DJ Alexander, you can look him up. I don't know any of his social media because we haven't had time to look it up because it's the holiday weekend and we are black people. And as the song <laughs> said at the top of the show, we always late. So look, I did. Late, I late, was late. lazy, but lazy too. I should do a song about that one. But uh, you know what I'm saying? I didn't look up nothing on DJ Alexander. So you want to look him up? He's in Atlanta. Uh, police say that it's when the 25 year old. Stop spinning the latest hits <laughs> yeah, right. and pulled out a gun firing it at the floor. So chaos erupted and one of the bullets hit a female patron who was rushed to the hospital, police say. I shouldn't be laughing at this, but this is fucking retarded, man. Say the, su- <laughs> say the suspect, Alexander, fled the scene. So he left. Wait, 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 wait. So was he was he working on his hard drive or somebody else's hard drive? Because every DJ know if you yeah. got your equipment somewhere, you ain't, you definitely ain't gonna leave your hard drive. No, no. <laughs> so you were so fucking retarded to the point where you're gonna shoot and go crazy and be like, you know what? I gotta leave my hard drive and all this shit here and just leave. Right. <laughs> so what's going on? For real, for real. Yo, hey. hold up! Police say suspect Alexander fled the scene, was a, but was arrested at the BP in the next block. <clears throat> two other Went men, in, yeah, two other men ended up at the hospital as well. Who said uh, they too were shot at the SUL lounge? So if you want to look up the venue and the location and where it's at and the type of people and the type of people that live around there. Uh, that's the S U L Lounge out in Atlanta. Silver uh, Ultra. Yeah, yeah, it's a facility out there, and you know, like I said, if you live in the community across America, 
we all got these little locations that we go and hang out. Some got buzzers on the door, some don't. And some you can rent out, some you can't. And, you know, it, it happens. You know, it is what it is. So he's charged with ag aggravated assault, reckless conduct, and criminal trespass. And that's the end of that one, basically. Shot at the floor. Shot at the floor, man. So, you know. That's why everybody thinks they gun in the air when you want to air something out. Yeah, pretty much. See? Pretty much. Ricochet. Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. 25 years old. 25. So that's the end of that one. So, uh, yeah. That's our nightclub violence for this week. Mm -hmm. uh, it's basically the show for this week. But I know it's the holiday weekend. Um, I got right. some uh, independent artists. Since I guess okay. this is like an independent type of weekend or whatever we want to call it. But uh, let's see what we got here. Hmm. Independent. Who we got? Who we got? Independent. We got to go back to the show. And I think we'll try. Uh, we'll try this one. I want, I want to put everybody into a barbecue mind state. Chilling with your family, simple All record, right. something everybody in the room could absorb. It ain't going too far one way or the other, and uh, it's gonna be a little something like this, y'all. Here we go, Scramble Life Podcast, episode twenty nine. Twenty nine, y'all. The Chuck Brown Band, Summertime. I've been cooling too long. I just wanna be free. The summertime is calling me Cruising riding around downtown in D.C. The forecast said the temp will be 80s all week Now if you feel like I feel, then you know what I mean When I say we're long overdue for hitting the scenes Everything's just better in the summertime I'm feeling fine, I'ma live my life Wiley. 
what you want, what you yeah. want, what you want. We out, y'all. Peace.